the sporty show welcome to championship chatter with the commissioner episode five of the 2022 fantasy football season i am your host and commissioner of the league of enthusiasm and the dynasty league i am pat here is the league of enthusiasm week seven recap all right so it was me versus Zach, and I moved to four and three while Zach falls to one and six. That score was 101.4 to 65. Zach did not set a full lineup this week. I did text him. Um, I believe it was on Sunday. It might have been on Saturday. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, and he let me know. He's like, hey, man, I've been busy coming back into town this week. But he did secure the low score of the week with that output, and he did get bodied by me. And I'm just not even going to feel bad about this win. As I move to fourth place and Zach stays down in 10th. Then next, we have Nick versus Tom. As Nick falls to three and four and Tom continues to stay strong, moving to five and two in an 82.9 to 87.6 game. This is a very close game this week, but Tom continues his onslaught, moving to the second place after going five and oh in the last five weeks. Nick, who now joins the basement boys, Continues his win-a-week, lose-a-week dalliance with uh, the League of Enthusiasm this year. Then we have probably the best game of the week in terms of how close it was. We have Jordan falling to 4-3 and three as Trey moves to 6-1 and one in an 85.6 to 87.7 game. Uh, Trey just gets enough points this week to stay in first place while Jordan slides all the way to fifth. Jordan's had a, a, a rough last couple of weeks. And let's see if he's able to bounce back next week. Then we have Sean improving to four and three, going up against Jake, who falls to two and five, a hundred and twenty-one point one to a hundred and six point seven. And Jake really can't seem to catch a break, as he would have beaten half the league this week if the schedule had fallen his way. Sean gets the huge win um, over Jake, uh, shooting all the way up to third place in the rankings. Then in our last game of the week, we have Dan catapulting to three and four versus Rob, who falls to three and four and 144.9 to 111. And this is the highest scoring game of the week. Dan is finally back in a familiar place as he can currently sits at the number six spot, the last wild card spot if the playoffs started week eight. Rob also in a familiar place, as past seasons dictate, slides all the way back to seventh place after back-to-back-to-back losses. After he, he did have an uncharacteristically strong start, and I know I wouldn't be uh, being truthful if I didn't say Rob is killing it in at least a handful of leagues this year in fantasy football he's probably doing the best he's ever done in fantasy football so i gotta give him shit and loe uh then we are moving on to the mvp race right and after seven weeks halfway through the season we have travis kelsey sitting in first place with nine points saquon barkley sitting in second place with six points and stefan diggs sitting in third place with six points obviously the reason why these guys are in second and third is because their overall fantasy points, Saquon Barkley with 116.6 versus uh, Stefan Diggs, 101.6. Then we move on to the quarterback race of the year. An Aaron Hernandez reward for straight killing it. We have a switch up 
in the race for the first time pretty much all season, right? I mean, like, it has been a really good race, really. There's, I would say, five quarterbacks definitely in it. And this week after back-to-back high-scoring quarterback of the week, um, you know, not really award, but he gets that extra point boost, is Joe Burrow. So he's gotten six points over the last two weeks, shooting him up to first place with 11 points total. And in second, we have Trevor Lawrence, also with 11 points. He is not a very high-scoring quarterback, but he's been very consistent for the anti-dentites, right? And so the reason why he is in second versus Joe Burrow is because Joe Burrow has put up over 50 points more than him. He's got 179 versus 122.4. Then falling from first to third, we have Patrick Mahomes, who has 10 points. Then there was a major trade alert, fellas. Sean and I have executed a trade this morning. Tuesday morning, and it is me, the anti-dentite, sending Dak Prescott to Sean, the guru, and he will be sending me Delvin Cook. This is pretty much a trade of necessity as I see it on both ends, as Sean has been basically dumpster diving all season for quarterbacks, and I had emerging star Brees Hall potentially fall to a season-ending ACL injury, so... I need help there, especially since fucking um, Swift has really done me nothing all fucking season. I mean, he had he played a couple of weeks early, and he's done good when he's played, but he's been injured the majority of the year. So, I mean, like, I just can't trust that, right? Going forward, I, I need someone who's good, who's great. Dalvin Cook, welcome to the team. Now we have our week eight predictions. We have the three and four Dan versus the four and three anti-dentites myself. I'm hoping that my incline in the rankings does not suffer a setback against Dan, who's been heroically climbing all the way from the bottom back up to recognizable territory. I am picking myself for the win. Let's go fucking anti-dentites. Next, we have the four and three Dan. Uh, Flop Servin versus the 5-2 Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks. This would be Tom versus Jordan. I'm picking Tom for the win here. I believe in my bones that Tom's going to win, and he's going to lay claim, or he's at least trying to lay claim to a first-round bye in, in the playoffs so he can defend his championship and potentially win for an unprecedented third time in a row. Then we have uh, your cousins be fornedicating versus Rob Zombies, uh, six and one Trey versus three and four Rob. I think Trey is going to get the pretty, I don't want to say easy win here, but Rob's uh, basically getting like, he, he's going through a rough time schedule wise. He's hitting all these bumps in the road where he could have been picking up wins had the schedule gone in a different direction for him. And I think this, this week's loss could be huge for him as uh, Trey just kind of solidifies that he's in first place. He hasn't locked it down by any means because Tom's right on his fucking heels. But then we have the two and five Weapon X Project versus the one in six uh, Mad Max Trophy Road. Uh, I'm gonna go with an upset w- this week as we have another battle for the basement, and I'm taking Zach 
Uh, I think he can bounce back after, you know, forgetting to set a lineup and shit like that. And he can beat the ever-failing Weapon X project. 2022 has just not been Jake's year. Then last but certainly not least, we have 4-3 and three Guru versus Nick's Yetis at 3-4. and four. I think my theory is correct, and Nick will get a win this week to even both these teams out to 4-4. Four and four. And I think that that just will – I think that, like, the trade this week isn't going to necessarily – make Sean lose but it's not going to propel him to victory just but I think that Dalvin Cook could give me the boost I need to defeat Dan and solidify even moving up the rankings I will move up to third place with this win and Sean will move to fourth place with a loss against uh Nick at least I think that's where it'll burst out i know i'll move up but i don't know if necessarily sean will only lose the fourth we'll see what happens really but that has been the league of enthusiasm for the week seven recaps now we're moving on to the dynasty league all right so week seven we have a huge victory for 11 games, the Sean Watson story, versus the Guru as I defeated Sean 82.6 to 67.4. Didn't stand a chance. His ass is grass, and I'm going to smoke it. All right. So next we had the Flintstones picking up a huge upset victory over Rob and the Fug-Offs, 115.2 to 94.3. Don't necessarily know what either one of these teams is doing, whether or not they're trying to rebuild on the fly or whether or not they're just going to go hard on a big, deep rebuild. I don't think really anybody has dedicated themselves to the hard, deep rebuild yet. Next, we have the Gotham City Rogues versus Make Juju Great Again. Mark destroyed Jake 131.6 to 96.5. Once again, I mean, I said it earlier, I'll say it again, 2022 is just not Jake's year. Then we have the Green Bastards, your reigning defending champions of the Dynasty League versus Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks. Tom picking up a big win over Zach, 108.8 to 94.8. This wasn't Zach's week. Hopefully Zach's able to bounce back and put some... You know, put some of these guys in line. Just not me if I face him again. I'm not 100% sure off the top of my head. And yes, yes, in week 13, you can lose. You can suck it. All right. Then we have last but certainly not least the Never Nudes versus Johnson's out for Harambe. We have Al beating Trey distinctly. And 106.7 to 61.8. He got the lowest amount of points for the week. And it shows because Johnson's out for Harambe. Suck balls. All right. Next, we will go to our transactions. Nothing really big happened over the last 10 days or so. Um, There was a bunch of taxi ad drops as this was the week to do it. And there's no real big name pickups, right? Like, Rob picked up a defense. Rob picked up Kenyon Drake. 
dropping Samaje Pirine. Uh, Tom made a couple ad drops. I'd say the biggest one of the week was probably the Flintstones. Johnny picking up uh, Andy Dalton for a dollar. That's huge, especially if now they're saying that like he might not give up the job. So I mean, that's incredible. Um, we have. Yeah, just a couple more pickups. A couple, of, a bunch of defenses got picked up for a dollar, two dollars. Uh, Johnny spent five on Cincinnati and then eight on Latavius Murray. Um, yeah, it's just not too much movement there. Haven't seen any trades in a minute, so in the last thirty days, we've seen zero trades. That is uncharacteristic for our league, for sure. In the last 45 days, zero trades. In the last 60 days, we've seen one trade, and it was between me and Johnny. And that was before the season started, and I gave up Alec Pierce for Antonio Gibson. Alec Pierce has looked great. Antonio Gibson has looked down average. But we're really not going to even know about something like that, right? Like, Alec Pierce obviously going to have more staying longevity. It's just whether or not he is able to propel himself to being a top wide receiver or not. But that's just that, right? Like, we haven't, we've, we've usually been a league that there's a lot of trading and stuff like that. And for some reason or another, this season, there just hasn't been a lot of it. But then we're going to get to our week eight head to head matchup predictions. We have make Juju great again versus 11 games. The Deshaun Watson story. I think realistically, Mark will probably win this, this matchup. He's got a better team. I would say Uh, I'm definitely up and coming. I'm not in a total exact rebuild, but I'm, I've, I've started that right. And I'm, Looking at the next couple of years, hopefully competing as uh, I'm able to add a little bit more depth. But I went out and I, I slam dunked with uh, picking up a fantastic fantasy football quarterback. And we'll see if he still got it. That's really the big thing Like that comes down to me. Like I'm still a couple weeks away and not even this season will I know. I mean, unless he just comes out and he looks amazing right but we'll see i'm i assume mark will probably pick up the victory this week but that's just me then we have the flintstones versus the gotham city rogues i got johnny all the way here jake just can't seem to get out of his own way and i think johnny will pick up a win um and that's that also i want to say dude i've got three wins this season three like that's more than last year fucking loving it loving it improvements right we're getting better all right then we have the green bastards your reigning defending champions of the dynasty league versus johnson's out for Rambe. i think this is an easy one right here green bastards are gonna win then we got shy style hot dog heart attacks versus the guru another slam dunk like this is should be an easy win for Tom. 
I'm taking time to beat Sean very handedly. Then last but certainly not least, we have the Never Nudes Al versus Fug Off's Rob's team. I don't necessarily know what to think of Rob's team. I think he's got some great players. It's just whether or not he's able to compete anytime soon. Maybe faster than me, even. But we'll see. Because he he does have some amazing players. But we will definitely see. The time will tell. Al's team is pretty fucking stacked. I'm going to take Al to win. I, I think it's probably even a good bet that Al could win the whole thing. But that's just it. Like, you get to the playoffs and you could lose week one or you could lose in the in the first round of the playoffs because only four teams make it in the playoffs so we'll we'll see each week is huge once it gets down to that and any of those top four teams could beat each other at any given sunday like mark would have destroyed al this week you know tom would have squeaked by him al would have beat only Zach, if we're talking about playoff teams. So, it, it all depends on who you play down the line and how many guys of yours are injured and shit like that. It's it's a total crapshoot, this game, that we love and play. But until uh, next time, you know, fuck off. I got work to do.